Hi, Ray. Hello, George. Good Ray. to see you in Mississippi again. Thank you, sir. And hello, Tommy. Yeah, hey. Is it hot enough? Not yet. <laughs> oh, it, it was earlier this, uh, well, in the last week it was. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, seems like everywhere I go, everybody tells me I just missed the heat spell, mm -hmm. or the heat spell happens after I leave. Yeah, that's what happened last time you left, and the heat, boy, it really poured on in. So don't leave. At the Summit Beach, it was the same way. We got a little bit of rain, a lot of mud. Mm -hmm. I show up. It's nice and cool. Then I leave. They get more rain and a lot more heat. Yeah. Well, my guess is you guys just came from a show somewhere close to somebody. Huntsville. And as a matter of fact, I think you were there, weren't you? Uh, yes, I have been. Well, <laughs> that was a good show. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's, that's a good one, man. It's Rocket really City Radio. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. One of the interesting things that I'm sitting here between you two is, George, you love your 7,000. Mm -hmm. Tommy was telling me earlier he kind of leans more towards the 7,100. Well, I guess that's probably why we picked out these spots at the table here. Yeah, I ran this, straight to get this yeah. on. This is my 7,000. I pulled it out of the truck just for this shoot today. And, and we're going to have a shootout, aren't we? I wouldn't say a shootout. Now we're going to see as a mobile transceiver that both of them will have their unique installations. And just like you two guys do amateur logic, you're going to have differences of opinions. Yeah. I really love this one right here. I, I like that color display that's on it. Uh, that, you know, really catches my eye. But, you know, I have an external monitor since you can, uh, you've got a video out on this. You can plug it into a composite monitor, so I have a little monitor sitting up on my dashboard. The radio's sitting down here low where I don't even have to take my arm off the armrest to spin the VFO, but I can look straight ahead, and, and my heads-up display is sitting right there. I really like that about this radio. Okay, we can we can see which way you're leaning towards. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually like this radio. I, ha I haven't used that one. But I have played around with this one, and I like the ease of use. I like the touch screen. I like the fact that it's got D-Star built in, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, that's one thing that it does have that the, the 7000 doesn't that's, have. That's the thing. Yeah. So, it, like I said, I think by the time we go through it, it's going to have people leaning either way, but they'll, the final outcome is going to be they're both great radios. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm very interested to see myself because I haven't used the 7000. I know a lot of people rave over it. It's a great radio. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually kind of interested myself to see some of the features of it. Mm -hmm. There you well, go. Let's take a closer look. So what are we going to do here, Ray? It's going to be kind of Radio Olympics here. All right, We're going to okay. compare the 7000 and the 7100 with you using one that you've played around with for quite some time. And uh, this one's a little new to you, isn't it? Yeah, I've only played around with it once. That so, doesn't give me an unfair advantage, the, does it? The Radio Olympics, so you're going to get a lot tireder than I am because all i got to do is just touch. Yeah. Oh, he's been reading the manual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that might be cheating okay. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never read the manual. I just started using it. Excellent. So, yeah. and, and pretty much you could do the same thing with the other one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very intuitive to use. Yeah. I mean, there. yeah, there are menus to it, but when you look at how many how few knobs you've got on your 7000 compared to your 7700 yeah yeah it changes the dynamics really change when you re start removing knobs but the menus are easy to enough to get to on here a lot better than uh, some other uh, mobile hf radios i've used 
Well, I've, I've joked around with people who said that the menus were difficult, that if they come and work the Dayton Hamvention, we give them a manual in one hand and the other hand is to program the radio, that that's our quick start, yeah. uh, our quick start course. Mm -hmm. All right, what do we want to do first then? You're the, you're the master of ceremonies here or the referee. Uh, if we get in a fight, you just break us up. And, and I don't know. I, I might. I don't think so. I've seen you guys do too many things that would be pretty stressful, and you guys just laugh it off. So, what we're going to do is we're going to change bands, mm -hmm. change modes, mm -hmm. and then go through some of the menu settings that you would set up each of the radios. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Because on the seventy-one hundred, there's a few things that we've done dynamically with a combination of buttons and the knob controls, mm -hmm. where on the 7000 you have to go into menus to get to. Okay. Now, did you bring your whistle and stopwatch? No, sir, I did not. <laughs> well, we'll uh, I'll keep time. There you go. Watch him closely. <laughs> Always do. The first thing that we're going to do is we're at 3862. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to two meters. To change bands on the 7000, I've got a, a band up and a band down button here. I'll just go over to the band up and I'll just hit it until I get up to two meters. And there we go. Well, I don't have a band button, but I have a frequency. Let me touch that and let's see what happens. Okay. Very good. That was easy enough, but... Uh, it's not working over here. No, sir, it's not. You maybe you need to push harder. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to do next, Ray? It looks like we both passed that. Let's change modes. Let's toggle through your modes that you have available on 2 meter. Well, I just go to the mode button right here at the top, and I'll just click it. I got USB, I've got CW, RIDI, FM, and back to USB. Okay, and Tommy? Well, again, I don't have a mode button. But I bet you some there's a mode right there. Oh, sideband, CW, ready, FM, DV. I'm just where I'm going. I, I don't have a DV over here either, Tommy. This is not fair, right? Well, this is one of the enhancements <clears throat> that the 7100 has over the 7000, is D-Star is built into the 7100. So it's not an option. It just comes with it. It comes with it. While D-Star was... On the market, when the 7000 was released, the uh, level of interest in D-Star just wasn't to that, to that point to incorporate it into the radio. Okay. So it was not in the 7000. Well, Tommy's a big D-Star guy, so that's, that's good. He can have D-Star. All right, so I'm on D-Star on 145 megahertz. I can't hear you over here, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> now there is one thing, Tommy. George right now is on the screen that shows every bit of information when you transmit. It'll show compression, the ALC, as well as the temperature. The 7100 has that capability as well. You've already got the great ideas on how to get it. You just change it to ALC. Oh, cool. Now push and hold it. Oh, nice. Everything. Can you go down? Oh, that's pretty slick right there. SWR. So you've got everything down this edge. 
You got SWR over there? I have SWR. SWR, compression, <laughs> ALC. My compressor, I'm not running any compression, and uh, I've got my ALC, and I've got a power meter over here too. Yeah. Now there's a couple of additional things that you have on yours. You've got your voltage, your temperature, which is the same as the 7000, but you also have your current. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, voltage and current, that's nice. Yeah. Now here's going to be a challenge. You want to set up your microphone audio on the radio. Okay, to set up the audio, I think I need to go into the menus. If I push the menu button once, it gets me into uh, a set of menus here. Now, the transmit audio or receive audio do we want to work with? Transmit audio. Transmit audio. Well, I've got uh, the compressor right here, and I've got the Vox, and I've got transmit bandwidth. Okay. So I can get to all my uh, transmit audios. Um, Go ahead and tweak here. your transmit bandwidth there. Okay, well I just uh, hit the button as I uh, hold it down. I'm going between narrow or wide or mid. So I can set that to wherever I like it. Okay. But there's also another part where you set your highs and lows for your roll-off. I want to set my, my uh, upper and lower frequencies on my uh, transmit audio here. So I'll hit the button up here to go to set mode. Then I'll press the QS button. And I've got several options through here. I can scroll up and down through the different ones there. I've got mic gain. Or right here it's showing I'm on single sideband. Uh, transmit bandwidth is wide. And I'm looking at the lower frequency, which is 100. I can scroll that up and go as high as 500. If and, and one of the interesting things, Bob, Bob Heil says that on the 7,000, he's found a sweet spot. Do not go below 300 on the low-end roll-off. Really? really? Yes. Hmm. I'll have to try that. I've been getting good reports just like it is, but I'll have to try that and, and see how that works out. And I'll press it one more time, and it goes to menu number four. And here I can set the high frequency. It's currently at 2,900. I could roll that on back as low as 2,500 when I'm on wideband here. That's I assume these numbers are going to be different if I'm on narrow or mid. Yes. I'll have different cutoff frequencies I can use. And if at any time you forget <coughs> what the default is for it, you just, that's what the DEF yeah. button's for. Put you right back so you, you don't worry so much about messing something up. You can always get back to the starting point. Go back to the yes. safe zone. If I go to the main here, each time I push after that, I get a different set of menus. Here's one called filter, and I can hit right there. And actually, I can switch through the uh, three different filters that I have set up in here. And each one is, is a different bandwidth. This one right here is uh, 3.6 kilohertz wide. If I hit it again, I go to one I have set for 2.4. Or for those times when there's somebody right next against you, I can drop on down to uh, this one at uh, 1.8K. And you can see I've used a twin pass band tuning here. And I've tuned off just slightly to the side to uh, to notch out a signal that was bothering me the last time I was in this mode. But we're on AM now. Wow. That... Oh, what I did, yeah. Oh, memory I, channels. I memory channels. Okay. It's almost like you've used that before. I'll never <laughs> tell. But okay. one, one of the nice things with that filter on any of the buttons here, let's go ahead and get out. On the filter, you momentarily push it, 
it changes and it will show you very quickly. Mm -hmm. If you use the passband tuning, you then get to see what you're doing mm -hmm. momentarily. But if you push and hold, you go into the filter set mode. And then it just stays there until you get what you want. Now, one thing with making those adjustments. Go ahead and really narrow it down, George. And there again, this will be on the 7100 as well. You've narrowed it down basically to a zero filter. Mm -hmm. We're going to back it out just a tad to a 100 hertz filter. I've heard people comment to me that they hear some noise up and down the band. That filter's still out there wide. There's a difference between this 100 hertz filter like this, or we'll go to filter number two, and then... There's a difference between that filter and that filter. Which one do you think is tighter? Well, I would think probably this one with the, uh, the green, but I could be wrong. Which one is tighter? You're right. I am. Yes. This is just shifting two filters that are 3.6 kilohertz wide. Mm -hmm. So you're going to hear the side activity. Mm -hmm. But if you filter, if you switch over to this filter, you're not going to get as much of the side activity because that's a real sharp filter. Okay. Don't feel left out, Tommy. Yours does the same thing, but yeah. you don't get the pretty colors that George has. You, you know, I can't hear those colors at all, nah. so it's not going to bother me. Also with the filter, you can change it from sharp to soft. Right, with this button right here. And soft means the edges wouldn't sound quite as rough. It'd be um, a little smoother where sharp is just a, a real sharp pass band. It is a real a sharp. Ringing. You, it is real sharp. It's more of a digital type filter, so you'll hear some artifacts. I wouldn't quite call it ringing, but when you go to soft, it's going to roll off the harsh edges, mm -hmm. and it will have more of an audio characteristic of a crystal filter. Mm -hmm. But you still have a very tight filter at a 2.4 at a minus 6 it's going to be around 2.0 at a minus 60. Where regular crystal filter be around 1.8 or a little bit wider than that. Yeah. So it really depends on, on the case of the interference at that point as to which filters you want to use then. Right. Long time listening with headphones, I definitely recommend going to the soft filter, mm -hmm. especially if you're working pileups or, or contesting with it. Yeah. And one thing to your benefit, the guys that went on the D-Expedition, BS7H, where they were on the wooden platforms on the rocks, mm -hmm. they used 7,000. They did. I worked that one. Sorry, Tommy, no one's taken the 7,100 yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We'll be back with more of the IC7000 versus the IC7100 in a moment. ICOM has pushed the envelope of Mobile HF once again with the IC7100. The IC7100 features touchscreen controls, giving you a more intuitive portal into the IC7100's feature settings and menus. The uniquely designed control head provides a comfortable viewing angle, making it easy to use for both mobile and base station operation. No optional filters or add-ons are needed. Everything is included. 
the IC7100's 32-bit floating-point DSP, powered by dual DSP chips, gives you full digital IF stage filter controls on all bands, HF through 70 centimeters. The IC7100 features built-in voice recording and playback functions, as well as an SD card slot for voice storage and radio cloning, a RIDI decoder, and high-frequency stabilization. It doesn't stop there. D-Star is also built in, providing DV mode operation on all bands, including HF. Stay ahead of the curve with the uncompromising IC7100 from ICOM. Gigaparts is the largest independent amateur radio dealer in the nation. Everything you need for ham radio, including books, DVDs, antennas, rope, coax, and tuners. Gigaparts has it all and is open Monday through Saturday. Call us toll free at 866-535-4442 and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find the right products for nearly any project and budget. Online shopping made easy with real-time pricing and availability and free shipping on most orders. Go to gigaparts.com and enter to win a free radio. Have a question? Click on live chat for a quick answer. Low prices, huge selection. America's favorite ham radio store is Gigaparts. Now, Tommy, let's change filters. Okay, now, let's I... not change the settings, but just change the filter. Okay, now I'm in DV mode. Let's, let's go to sideband then. Okay. Hey, I did it. Okay. Three. And and you get to see the little graphic come up, just like what George saw, but not those pretty colors. Right. That's okay. I'm okay, I'm okay without the colors. So it just toggles through preset filters. Yes. What happens if you hold it down? Okay, so then you can adjust them. Now, while George had to push and hold his BW button... We've listened from customers that said that was a little archaic, especially if you're trying to drive. Mm -hmm. Don't recommend trying to do it while you're driving, but it really cuts down the amount of time that you're sitting on the side of the road to make the change. Right. The BW, you just tap. And now you turn the knob. Ah, oh, see. We'll get on down there, won't it? 50. Nice. And I see we've got a default button as well, so we can go right back to where... You push and hold the default. It wants to make sure you really want to do that. Okay. Yeah, here's the confirmation beep there. Now, like George's, you have your passband tuning. Now you can make the adjustments. Okay. Well, that's easy enough. The 7100 is going to look and feel a lot like the 7000 mm -hmm. when you get into some of these settings. As we're showing on the 7000, you have the graphic display. It's a little bit easier to see on the 7100 because you have your memory channels, your scope, and your SWR. You can change the span oh, by... Oh, uh, You have to start it sweeping? Yes. And then you can change your steps on how wide it is.
Okay, 2K, 5K, 10K. George, a couple more menu things that we want to compare here is going to be really depends on what mode you're in on the 7000. We mm -hmm. have a smart menu system, so the set mode changes based on the mode that you're operating on. Let's go to the QS. All right, so I've my first menu choice here is RF power. I come down and I've got mic gain. Right. And of course, below that, I've got my, my, my transmit bandwidth. So if I'm on mic gain, it knows that I have a mic gain since I'm on lower sideband. That's correct. So if I change modes to CW. You noticed it went to number one, which is your IRF power. Oh, that must mean there's something different about this. Yes, sir. So I come down then and I've got key speed and uh, CW pitch, side tone level. Everything tone that level has to do with CW is now in that menu setting. Now if you hit the mode button one more time, you've got RTTY, twin peak then it turns filter. your twin peak filter. You mark in space. Frequencies. Yeah. Now let, let me ask you another question. I don't suspect this radio has this function, but um, I know on my 7700, and I also notice this on the 7410, is that uh, on both of those radios, they have ready decoder built into them. Yes, sir. Where you can actually read the ready right on the screen. And the 7700 also has PSK31 there, too. Oh, cool. Does do either one of these radios decode ready, or is it a computer function? Yes. Let's go to RTTY mode. Okay, and get out of your set mode here, and go to, I think it's your main menu. Okay, it's gonna be your secondary menu. Okay, now toggle through it. There it is. Decode. Decode. Wow, I, I never knew that was in this radio, right? It just does RTTY, it does not do the PSK31. Now, one of the nice things about the RTTY, and this is because of the DSP technology, you're able to go into the set mode, none of the quick set, Twin Peak Filter is off right now. When you turn it on, it puts a peak, an automatic peak filter over the mark in the space. So even in real noisy or weak signal environments, and this is on your 7700 as well, it will peak up those two uh, frequency areas. Wow. And it is amazing the weak signals that you can pull out. The 7100 is essentially the same as this one on the... Yes, it does. The menu here changes. Because so, I'm in ready. Right. Now okay. if you go to a different mode, yeah, FM, there's your DTMF. Yeah. Lower sideband. Cuts that out. CW. Go back to Ready. CW real quick. And this is something that's in both the 7100. When you go to your keyer, there's your memory keyer. Ah, right here. Yes. Cool. But unfortunately, you do not have one for voice. Are you sure there's not one I'm for not voice possible. in here? I want to say I've seen a recorder. I stand corrected. Okay, I thought I had that in there. Cool. You know, I've never taken this rig out on a contest, but now 
field day, this could be very handy. Well, even driving down the road. Well, true. CQ, yeah. CQ, CQ. Shows how much it's hard to remember every radio yeah. that's out there. Well, that's a lot of radios and a lot of features. Yeah. So, yep, you're right, George. You got your mic gain settings. You can name them. Tommy, there's something that Georgia 7000 will do that your 7100 will not do. What's that? It's so when you go to your manual notch filter. While they both have a 70 dB notch filter, George has two of them. Two uh -huh. of them? Okay, you got one up on me. Now, the cool thing about the dual manual notch filter on the 7000, especially for the CW guys, you can find a sweet spot where you take one notch filter just below the signal that you want to get and the other one just above it. And you'll find a sweet spot because all of a sudden the noise goes away and the signal comes up. And you think that the band has come back. But once you turn those two things off and you hear it go back in the dirt, you'll, you'll realize the difference. Yeah. Now, maybe the DSP chipset that is using the 7000 have that capability of the dual manual notch filters where the 32-bit DSP that we have in the 7100 does not. But both notch filters are 70 dB of attenuation, and that is a very sharp filter. Oh, yeah. And one of the nice things with them being incorporated into the DSP circuit, it takes it out of the AGC loop, which allows the, the S meter and the AGC to focus on your desired signal. Oh, yeah. Tommy, go ahead and show them the D star with the DR mode. You should be familiar with that from your 51. Yeah. Well, I guess we gotta change. Actually, go back to 80. Okay, so we're, uh, we've got HF, DV, and I see a DR button here. Ah. That was even faster. Yeah, that's pretty quick. Now, with an external GPS connected to the 7100, and the reason we went external, instead of using like the UT123 from the 2820, was a cost thing. Everybody says, oh, I already have a GPS in the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Any GPS device, whether it's an APRS type device, put in the NEMA output from that device into the 7100, mm -hmm. you then can get the near repeater function. Oh, nice. You know, even without that, the repeater directory is, is great anyway, because most of the time you know what's close by, but, but the GPS, is a, that's a great feature. But do something like you do on your 51. How, how do you think you'll change your from? You could do that. Since we don't have a GPS location. It's a GPS list and southeast. I like that being able to scroll through with a knob really fast like that. George, this is some of the other things. With the GPS, you can tell it the setting of what what you want to use. You can even do a manual position. Okay. So if you got it as a base, you can put in your, your GPS. You can put your coordinates in. You don't actually have to have a GPS hooked up to it. Right. In your location. 
but you can see this is where you look at your four pages. Your GPS position is where I am currently. Mm -hmm. My receive station. Memory if they want to, and it's got our Osaka headquarters, so mm -hmm. you can navigate to there. And then alarm if you get into a close proximity of a target area. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll look at that on my uh, handy talk for a good bit. Wait, let's go back in there. No, that's what you don't want to do. You don't want it to yeah. beacon. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, so this is where you set it so to work with DPRS. Yes. Hmm. I was going to say, we Can't need to talk it. to George. He's getting lonely over here. <laughs> <laughs> but he can do all of that with his 880 as well. Yes. But here's where you can set up for your S meter, your mode, speech, the speed. And then this is cool. You got this on your 51. Whether the alphabet is normal, or she'll go N9JA, or... Alpha, uh, phonetically, November 9, Juliet Alpha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that. But it's not going to give you your custom phonetics. Mm -hmm. Well, I think what we have here is a complete draw. I think so, because I still love my 7000, that color display, and the composite video out so that I can have my heads up uh, monitor up there on the dash. I do see, though, one thing I, I kind of like about that 7100 over there, and Tommy probably knows what it is. Oh, yeah, of course it's D-Star. Yeah. yeah. But that user interface. Yeah, oh, the interface is great, man. It's so easy. And that's one of the reasons why we kept both of them in a the product line. Some want color. Some it's not a big deal. And the biggest thing is the cost would have been driven up to add the color to it. So the functionality and everything else was more important than just adding the color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both great rigs. Uh, I'm going to keep my 7,000 a little longer. Maybe there's one of those in my future. I, I don't know yet. You know, this is this is satisfying me currently. Yeah. So. Well, maybe one in my future too. I ain't got one yet, but it may happen sooner or later. Maybe so, sooner. I guess which do you choose? Well, uh, it comes down to maybe a choice of Team George or Team Tommy. Yeah. Go T. <laughs> Go T. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray, we appreciate you coming and showing us these radios sort of in a head-to-head uh, -head competition here. We called it a shootout, but nah, I think it's a friendly competition. No radios were harmed in the process. Yeah, so no hate mail, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for allowing me to come here and spend some time with you to show you the radios, play around with them, and who knows what goes from here. Yeah, so we hope this gave you a good idea of, of what the differences between these two radios are. Can't go wrong with either one. It's just a, a matter of personal preference, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I'm still sticking with the one over here. Oh, I'll, I'll keep this one. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Both of them have got to go home with me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>